Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Bob Sa, CEO and founder of Oncorps, an advanced AI solutions provider that's raised over $18 million in funding. Bob, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks. Nice to be here, Brett. Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Okay. Yeah, I've been an active angel investor in enterprise software startups for the last 11 to 12 years. I've invested in about 25 companies. And when I started this company, I really had to change roles and run it myself. So I got really excited by it. I'm an applied economist by education. I got my master's in applied economics from Harvard, but I've been also in the tech services industry for most of my adult life. I was the chief tech strategist at Accenture globally for about seven years before I went into angel investing. And then before that, I was a group president at Perot Systems where I helped take the company public. Wow, very impressive background. And to segue there into what you're building, let's talk about Oncorps. In simple terms, what do you do? We are basically an AI firm that helps the largest financial institutions solve operational problems. And this includes managing over-the-counter derivative settlements, automating compliance and oversight, automating exception decision-making for operations, and scanning and error-detecting regulatory and financial reports. These problems often deal with transactions and accounting across multiple parties and systems. So this is where the problems have occurred with traditional AI and traditional systems. And our algorithms are uniquely trained to read different data from different systems and formats, run a series of mathematical checks, and then importantly, learns to resolve the issues that normally require human experts and that normally lead to long delays in settlements and NAV closings. Got it. And as I'm sure you see, you know, AI is such a big uh, buzzword these days. It seems like every company, you know, every startup is talking about AI. How do you separate from all that noise? And you, how do you describe your AI to make sure people understand that it's you know different from everything else that's out there and being talked about? Well, I would say that what has happened in AI and in a lot of, I would say, bubble cycles of new tech is that almost everybody claims that their technology can do anything. And in the software industry, the model really has been to go kind of an inch deep and a mile wide and try to sell to almost every company you can. And in order to do that, you basically have to make a trade-off, which is you have to make it the tool or the product much simpler. And what we have found, particularly in financial services, is these are very complicated problems. So using AI to decrease settlement times in derivatives is complicated. And so you actually need to dedicate a team for a long period of time to solving that problem. And it doesn't lend itself to scaling to hundreds of customers instantly. And so how we differentiate ourselves is we've decided to go deep 
and to go after complex end-to-end banking solutions like managing derivatives, scanning regulatory and financial reports, looking at NAV production delays, things like that, and really solve the problem. And you do that with multiple algorithms and a fairly sophisticated integrated cloud system. And because we have taken that focus, it's been quite successful for us because I think we stood out as, oh, okay, it's soup to nuts. You guys can really handle it all. We don't have to tell you about our unique problem because the problem you just solved for our competitor or trading partner, we have those same issues. So kind of let it loose. Got it. Very cool. And what's the dream customer look like for you? And what are these customers doing right now to solve this? Is there a legacy player that's in the space? What does that look like? A dream customer to us is someone that's actually a transactional or trading partner with an existing customer. We believe increasingly, Brett, that AI algorithms should not be stovepiped from company to company, but that they should be shared with trading partners in the same industry. It does a couple of things. First of all, it significantly boosts the amount of data that you have access to, and it makes the algorithms perform better. But the second thing that it does is because financial services operates in a multi-party world, in other words, You don't complete a trade without two or three parties being involved. It's hard to figure out who caused the delay or who caused the error. But if they all see the same algorithm, it's much easier to tell. And so a dream customer to us is somebody that extends our system beyond just the four walls of an existing customer and then moves into a multi-customer trading transactional partner environment. Just to answer your other question, what is sort of the incumbent technology? Basically, the fintech sector, which we're in, and the AI sector have gone right to the front office. So the operations in banks have been kind of neglected. So our competitor are teams of experts trained in very esoteric accounting and trading rules, armed with spreadsheets and sending hundreds of emails to try to reconcile issues. So it's quite primitive right now, even among the largest banks. And so the fact that we can provide this end-to-end solution, integrate messaging, integrate accounting rules, build expertise, learn some of these esoteric expert rules and automate them is a big savings for some of our customers. And what about market categories? How do you think about market categories? Is this a new category that you're building, transforming an existing one? What are your thoughts there? Again, I'd say that particularly in the software world, people think of market categories as sort of horizontal, like I'm going to do the app layer or I'm going to do the data layer. They cut across like a number of different verticals and processes. We see our market category as an end-to-end transaction. So Mm -hmm. from the time three people decide to participate in a derivative, three parties, to the time they settle up, that's a solution that we want to solve. From the time somebody books a trade to the time it affects the NAV for a mutual fund, the beginning to the end, that's a market category for us in AI. 
And mm-hmm. while there are automated solutions in each of these areas, there are very few artificial intelligence-based solutions in these areas that actually learn to improve every day. Got it. Very cool. And I believe I read online you launched in 2014. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So since 2014, how much traction have you seen you know, that you're okay with sharing? Again, because of the complexity of our solutions, we've decided that it would be best to go with the larger institutions. And we work for, you know, PIMCO and Natixis and several other very, very large asset managers. And now we're working for some of their trading partners and custodian banks. It started out slow, but we've been able to grow our algorithms to about 11 trillion in assets under management. And we're now talking to custodian banks and other asset managers, which could quadruple that number. 11 trillion is pretty big in itself, but that's because we're working with some very large mutual funds. So we have a very concentrated portfolio now, but you know, our goal will be to basically extend these solutions out to their trading and transactional partners so that they're all sharing the same algorithms. Wow. Yeah, we're used to hearing, you know, millions there, maybe not necessarily trillions. I think that's probably the first time on this podcast. So that's really well, impressive. It's not trillions. I wish it were trillions in <laughs> revenue. It's definitely trillions in assets that we that we use our AI to score. Hey, I'm just excited to say the word trillion. It, it sounds good. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> right, right. Nice. And if we zoom out into the future, you know, what will Oncorps look like, say, five years from now? We believe that. We want to be the engine for three or four market standard solutions. And we believe that in derivatives, in reporting, in nav production, there will be a significant benefit to having shared algorithms and shared data. And others feel this way too, but our goal will be in five years to be the engine for three or four of these market utility algorithms. And then I'd say that in another way, what we would like to be, and we're one of the leaders now in behavioral algorithms. So where some of the social networking firms use reinforcement learning algorithms and deep learning algorithms to try to get you to click on things, Mm -hmm. we are using the same kind of algorithms to try to help you to make better decisions, basically, in the context of financial services. And so, you know, we've done quite a bit of research. We've published four Harvard Business Review articles in this area, and we want to be viewed over the next five years as really the leader in promoting positive decision guidance systems, not just manipulative ones. Amazing. Well, I think that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. If people want to follow along with your journey here, where's the best place for them to go? They can basically go to our website, Encore, O-N-C-O-R-P-S dot A-I. All right. Sounds amazing. Well, Bob, thanks so much for your time here. Really appreciate it and look forward to seeing you execute on this vision. Great. Thanks, Brett. All right. Let's keep in touch.